Hello, and welcome to the Your Personal Journey with Food podcast, hosted by Tracy Cromwell, your certified integrative nutrition health coach, precision nutrition health coach, pro coach, National Academy of Sports Medicine personal trainer and weight loss expert and international best-selling author. I am a recovered pre-diabetic, recovered yo-yo dieter, and recovered body loather. On my podcast, I will be discussing all areas of life that impact your health. That's home environment, physical activity, health, joy, spirituality, relationships, finances, creativity, social life, career, education, and yes, home cooking. I will also be bringing you experts from each of these areas of your life to help you create the ideal, healthy, and supportive relationship, not only with your food, but with yourself and therefore with your life. I appreciate you being here. Now let's get started. All right, everybody. Welcome. Welcome to Tough Love Tuesday. This is Tracy Cromwell, your integrative nutrition health coach and personal trainer. And uh, I'm here with a very special guest tonight. And I wanted just to remind you that as an integrative, oh, as an integrative coach, live things happen. I lost my light. <laughs> anyway, um, as an integrative coach, when I work with clients, we look at all aspects of your life, and that's that is spirituality, joy, career, finances, education, food, um, all of those aspects. And tonight we're going to be talking about career and business and personal development and also about how important health is to those things. So I have a very special guest with me tonight, Aiden Spicer. Right? He's a uniquely experienced leader with complex public and corporate enterprise management skills. Eden is a speaker, author, and founder of Get Out of the Truck, an online community that supports business owners in the home services industry through professional insight and practical tools. Aiden is founder and CEO of 911 Restoration, one of uh, entrepreneurs' fastest growing franchises in the U.S. Backed by this history in entrepreneurship, Aiden understands 911 Restoration and continues to grow the brand through the success of franchises nationwide. In a continued commitment to providing the best support in the industry, the 911 Restoration Leadership Team places a strong emphasis on developing a corporate team of quality people who focus on excellent service, fairness, mutual respect, and living the fresh start attitude. Aiden has created a mission to build a fresh start culture that provides people with the highest customer experience and better future throughout all of his brands. So welcome, welcome, welcome. Thanks for being here. Thank you very much. Awesome to yeah. be here. Yeah. So, you know, um, let's start out and um, just tell everybody, you know, how how this all started and, and a bit of your life journey. It's really, really insightful. Yeah. So as you hear my accent, I'm originally from Israel. So I grew up in a small farm in the south part of Israel, a very small community with about 48 families. Most of my youth, um, you know, I work with my parents um you know, growing vegetables, cucumbers, tomatoes, peppers, and all kinds of. And um, age 18, I joined the Israeli army. And right after the Israeli army, I worked for about two months as a bellboy in a garden, in a, in a gardener. 
And I knew that I don't want to go to university or college. And one of my friends was all about, let's go to America. You know, money grows on the trees. Everything is super easy. We'll go there. We'll have the life, have our dreams. Everything that we want to have is going to be super easy. So we barely spoke the language. We saved about $1,000 each. And uh, we came here to LA, not really knowing anybody, not really speaking the language. And, you know, just figure things out as we landed mm -hmm. here. And through that, I got a job as a carpet cleaner. And from the carpet cleaning, I realized, I kind of discovered the restoration industry. And this is where we came up with the idea of how can we take care of clients? How can we create the be the first start mentality is really focusing on the, on the emotional needs of the clients and not just thinking mm -hmm. about how much money we, we can make. Then we discover how to market and grow the company really fast. And when 2005, when Katrina happened, we went out there and, um, you know, I spent there about 45 days. And one of the things that I, I saw beside the devastation, right, seeing so many people going through a disaster, losing everything in their life, that was it was a privilege to be there and, and work and help people. But the other side of it was that I, I get I got to work with a lot of other restoration company owners. Mm -hmm. And what I realized is that, you know, I'm brand new in this country. I barely speak the language and I was able to build my company to a nice size. So then we did about three, four million dollar a year. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the other companies, they average about three, four, five hundred thousand dollar a year. And they've been in the business three, four times more than me. And I'm like, OK, what's going on here? Right. What's the difference? Here. Yeah. And. So working with those guys and kind of building the relationship and I figure out, okay, if those, if, if the guys are really good at the trade, they really care about the customers, I really understand strategy, sales and marketing. How can I build something that we can work together and serve more clients? And this is how we came up with the idea of a franchise and we build that unique culture of be the fresh start. We start with a few franchisees, then we grow to 20, 30. And today we have uh, about 100 franchisees. We are expanding to Canada. And what's very unique about us is, is the culture, the be the fresh start culture, that this is what links us, me and you, very nicely because it's all about yeah. personal evolution. It's all about understanding who you are, the, the self-development. Right? So that's why I think we're going to have a very interesting con conversation today. Right. And, and that, that um, you know, you and I talked too before this. Um, about, you know, I, you know, we had experienced a flood yeah. in, at our place and it was very distressing. And I remember um, living with the fans and feeling really isolated, feeling just like the fans got dropped off and then they were gone. And in the meantime, <clears throat> we were very, very disoriented and, yeah. and, and stuff. And so one thing you had mentioned to me when, when we had that conversation was just the, the added um, caring, it sounds like that you have the added compassion for the the person experiencing the flood, the, you know, putting yourself in their shoes. Yeah. Yeah. That's what, yeah. That's mm -hmm. when I thought about going into the restoration business, I, I was called into a house that was completely flooded and, and we didn't know anything about the industry. We just cleaned carpet, but I'm standing there and I'm, and I'm seeing the homeowners completely lost. Don't yeah. know how they're going to pay for it. What are they going to do? How even, you know, as a mom, where when, when you wake up in the morning, you have two, three kids, you, you need to prepare breakfast, you need to take them to school, right? So I'm seeing all that mm -hmm. and I'm feeling their pains and I'm seeing the restoration companies just coming in, 
setting up blowers, making all this noise, all this mess, getting them to sign a few documents really quick. And it says, okay, don't worry. We're going to work with your insurance company and they're out. And I'm like, okay, this is not okay. There's something here. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So really understanding, I mean, I, you know, my view of it is, you know, it's all about serving the client. It's really all about understanding what the client is going through. You know, a lot of people that, that I'm talking to is like yourself that been through a flood. It is an emotional disaster, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah. And imagine everything going on right now is, as you know, too, everything in Texas right now and the anywhere that's cold and the, the pipes are bursting and their lives are, are in turmoil right now. And and you were telling me how busy your company is now because you need to go help them. And, yeah. and so I, I think about the compassion, bringing compassion towards something like that is so important, you know, yeah. and, and feeling for the, for the client. And, and I guess we could think, yeah, dropping off a fan is not that big a deal, but, you know, being able to see the big picture of, yeah. Of, yeah. of, the, of the, the people experiencing it, you know, and, and yeah. helping them out. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So you had talked about too, about, you know, and I, I'm thinking that's too, how you brought in, um, had your, you had your business grow so much was about the, the deeper purpose, um, in what you do. Yes. yes. Why? Yes. That's, that's, I think is absolute. That was a huge shift in my own life. Um, you know, because for, for, you know, to tell my success story, you know, as you heard, I can I can tell it like in 60 seconds. But mm-hmm. if I'll go through, you know, that crazy ups and down in my life and, you know, I, I, I build a lot of different businesses. You know, there's a lot mm-hmm. of failures. There's a lot of uh, fear that come in as, as, as you wrote the company. And in the, the early part of my career, a lot of it was really chasing money. It's like, OK, I need to make X amount of money. This is what I need to do. I need to make money. I need to buy a house. I need this is the thing that, that I need to do. And every time that I chased money, I feel like I'm just working harder and harder and harder. But I'm keep going back to what I really feel I deserve. And so it didn't really mm-hmm. make sense to me at one point. Mm-hmm. And, at, and, and at one point of my life, when the real estate crashed and I was overly spread out with a lot of partnership and trying to make a lot of different investment because I need to make X amount of money. So I basically exhausted myself. And then at one point, I woke up to the realization like, okay, what's going on with my life? What type of, of uh, uh, metrics I'm stuck in, right? So kind of looking internally for a second of what's going on. And then when I start going through the process of really looking internally and what's really important and what's really life is all about, then purpose took the main seat as mm-hmm. as or as, as everything that I do. And this is where we really develop the idea of be the first start and meaningful relationship and really taking care of my team and really build a culture and environment that I help people develop as I develop as a leader, right? So as a leader, my belief, from my own experience, as you develop and evolve, you create a space for other people to develop and evolve. And when we made the, the, the culture be the first start as a center of everything that we do, everything just took off. I mean, we really start growing. We really start impacting. We start bringing the right people into the organization. And um, it's just been an amazing journey. And not only financially successful, but also there's a huge 
fulfillment that comes with it, right? When you make it really part of what you do, I mean, the drive, the energy that you have, it just is a different levels of energy. You don't need a break because you love what you do. As you see that you're impacting more people, you get more energy and then you're impacting more people and then you get more energy. So it's like a never ending cycle. That is a beautiful cycle. Yeah, I, I love that. And the aspect that, you know, doing that internal work so that you're you're in that in that area of service and yeah. and and helping others and 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 um, bringing value and all of that to somebody from a from a sense of purpose and a sense of that you've you've done the work you know you're in the right place you know that you know um, you're you're coming again from rather than looking outside. For everything to happen for you, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, you keep reaching out here and reaching out here, and th that's like you were saying—the big struggle and the clawing and the you know, all of that. And once once you stop and take the time to do that inner work, and and you know, you mentioned to me too because you know I got to bring food into this, but just you know, it's just it's the same, you know, for for someone's health. Yeah. You know, deciding to do the work and and you do have a, a health journey as well that I would love to talk yeah. about because because you didn't start out, you know, the way you are today and what you do for your health. But, you know, go ahead and talk about a bit of, you know, that health journey, what made it change for you and why. So when I understand, when I realize that my level of energy, my level of focus and my ability to pay attention and really be present when I'm with people will have a huge impact of my on my life, right? I'm being I'm being more connected. I'm being more clear. Um, I have more energy. I don't need to drink a cup of coffee every five minutes to stay up. I don't I don't need to um, you know take sugar in to get my energy up. I can just drink a glass of green juice and I'm good for many many hours. So when, when I realized that, I said, okay, so how what can I do every day to put myself in the best position to really be as a service for my team, right? And then when I start changing the way I start my day by a workout, by drinking green juice, by eating healthy during the day, you know, I remember, I don't remember how it feels anymore, but I remember then, you know, you go and you eat a huge lunch, right? A chicken and a rice and that and that. And then for, uh, you, you go back to the office and you're, you're, you want to go to sleep, right? You're done, right? <laughs> when, when that, yeah, I'm not going to do it anymore. That's it. I'm going to eat light. I'm going to eat healthy. I'm not going to think about what my mind need to eat, right? Because all the craving that we have, I'm going to start thinking at, at, at food as what type of energy do I need to put in my body so my body can function the entire day at a very high level? And I, and, and I want to be clear all the day, right? So I start, I start looking at what type of food is healthy to eat at what part of the day. And mm -hmm. when I start doing it, you really feel everything is shifting, you really have a lot of energy. You are clear. You can focus for a long period of time. You don't need to go to the kitchen and grab another coffee or another piece of sugar or chocolate or anything like that. You just, you're clean. Right. So, yeah. yeah. You know, and there is a journey of that again, that looking inside. And then I, I just hit me too, is the concept that 
when we do that work internally, like you did so that you could have, you know, do great service for your team, for your, for your clients and all of that. But it's also the same work. We can think about the same, that, that personal development inner work that helps us take care of our body, this amazing miracle we get to live yeah. in. Yeah. And, you know, and, and creating again, that, that purpose, why, why would I want to take such good care of this body and this mind? Oh, when you find your purpose for that, it's, it's incredible. Oh, it's, yeah. It's, it's huge because that, that's, you know, this, you know, it kills I see so many people that really know how to use their phone. You know, they know how to download the right app. They know how to clean the phone. They need, they know how to make sure that the phone is working right or their computer. But then at the same time, I'm sitting there and I'm seeing them eating donuts. And I'm like, okay, what about learning how to use your body? <laughs> pay attention to this amazing thing that we got. That's really, I mean, you know, so a lot of people, a lot of the answers that I get, like Idan, you know, we don't know for how long we're going to live, Right. Uh, but I'm saying it's not about how long you're going to live. It's about the quality of your life. Mm -hmm. I, you know, I have kids now. And, and if we want to go outside and play, I mean, I can run with them. I can play. I can do things. Right. If I want to. Yes. I mean, you just have more. Also, when, for, for business, when your level of energy is high, you will see more opportunities. Mm -hmm. You will take more actions. When you're heavy and you're tired and you know that you there's a great opportunity, but you need to do, you need to go there, you need to walk, you need to do all these physical activities, like, okay, not now. But when you have energy all day, yeah. you are more connected, you are very reactive, right? Yeah. And, and, and you're just more aware of what's going on around you. So I, I think it's so important to take care of yourself. Absolutely. And, and I know it too. And, and I guess if I think about my own health journey, I know what I how I felt growing up, I always felt a little bit under the weather, I didn't have a lot of energy. I didn't know why. And then I also had this attitude of, well, my body just needs to suck it up and do whatever I want it to do. And that yeah. meant no sleep, except whatever I'm going to put in my mouth. And it, why doesn't it perform? You know, <laughs> it's yeah. like, I was really disconnected, <laughs> I had, you know? And, and so again, I, I could say as, as having gone through that journey, you know, it's so worth taking the time. And I, and I would think too, with what you're saying with your business, it's the same thing. It's worth doing that purposeful work, doing the work that, that centers you yeah. and, and, and lets you be your very, very best, you know, yeah. to create something. And, and it feels so much better. I mean, it's really feels so much better, but it's, it's hard. It's hard to make the change. Right. So it can be hard, yes. <laughs> yeah. So making the change, a lot of the things that I that I talk about, I mean, it what worked for myself is like small changes over a long period of time. Every time that I try to make a huge change right now, I want to stop eating uh, right for tomorrow. I'm gonna eat just cucumbers and fruit. This mm -hmm. is a very hard change. Like I'm seeing a lot of people that you know they're trying to lose 50 pounds in 30 days. This is not something that you can sustain over a long period of time. So I'm yep. saying, okay, start making small changes. And as you're making the changes, celebrate, right? Because the celebration mm -hmm. you is, is, is a big part of creating the habit. And then you're going to feel good. And then you're going to create a little bit more changes. And you're going to feel good again. And you're going to celebrate again. And then in 12 and six months from today, 
you're going to be a completely different person, right? But just take the time. It's true. And I, and I, I would think about the same, even in business, you know, sometimes I'm sure you want, you need to make a big change or, or whatever, but it is the small things that you do every day that make big things happen. You know, That's I would think, yeah. So, you know, you can, we can take that same skill, you know, you know, that, that same skill, maybe you're really good in one area and move it into another area. Yeah. You know, and, and that, that makes a, a huge, I guess Absolutely. a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I have this big thing that, you know, it, it, every day do at least one thing that move your business forward. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is, not, don't be reactive to everything that happens around you. Every day, be proactive and do something that moves the business forward, right? Calling a new client. If it's hard for you, because it's for a lot of us, it's very uncomfortable, right? We don't want to hear no. It sucks to call somebody that we don't know. I mean, th- there is a few people that I know out there that just love to make cold calls, right? Or right, be more proactive because we're comfortable being re- reactive. This is what we've been trained our entire life. So... Even changing from a very reactive mindset to proactive mindset. When I work with my franchisees or other business owners, I'm like, just do one thing a day. Just choose one thing that you can commit to every day. But three months, four months after, they're they're developing this muscle, right? Because I see everything is a muscle. It's like it's going to the gym. You're not going to go on your first day and you're going to lift 100 pounds. You're going to start with 5 pounds, 7 pounds, 10 pounds, and then... Six months in, suddenly you're lifting 100 pounds. But it's the people that go to the gym the first day trying to lift 100 pounds and say, oh, I'm not strong enough. I'm not good enough. I cannot do it. And then they quit. Mm-hmm. Right? So, yep. Yeah. And uh, oh, darn, I had a, just had a thought to that about um, doing this small thing every day. Oh, yeah. So sometimes I'll even I'll even tell people, okay, you may have that big goal. Again, it can be you know, um, physical fitness or, or, or your career or, or your business, but if you know what that is, but then you, you step, you create the steps, you, you start marching backwards and saying, okay, what do I have to do yeah. every day? And maybe, you know, even what kind of a person do I need to become, yeah. you know, what, what does someone that has a business like yours, what does that person look like? What do they do every day? What is that person's mindset? You know, yeah. Who you want to become is such a big one for me. Uh, yeah, such a big one because so many people thinking of look. I mean, there's things that we want to have, right? We want to have a nice house. We want to go on vacations. We want to go. I mean, the things that we want to have. So what I learned is the only reason that you don't have what you want to have is because the person that you are today don't feel that you deserve it deep inside. Maybe you're saying it, but Mm -hmm. deep inside you don't feel that you really deserve it. You don't, you don't have the right skills for it yet. So stop thinking what you want to have, start thinking who you want to become. So if Mm -hmm. I want to become a person of value in my industry, start understanding what it means to add value. Who is my client? How can I get more insight, right? Because for me to add more more value, I need to have insight and understanding who is my client. So now my focus went from, I want to have a a house. My focus went to, 
I need to understand who is my client and I need to have an insight. And once you're having these insights and you're taking actions, now you're really becoming a person of value. And now the house is going to come because you are great in your industry and people really see you as a person of value, right? Yeah. Um, the same thing with sales. I'm telling my sales guys, stop focus. I mean, yes, we need to close deals. But if you want to become a really good salesperson, start thinking how to communicate better, how to ask the right question, get your focus from how much money I need to make at the end of the month. I mean, it's good to have it, have it on your wall, mm -hmm. right? We see it, we're, we're feeling it and all that. But if you want to become the best salesperson, start learning how to sell, start learning how to communicate, start learning who is your client and start developing these skills in you because more skills, you're going to have more opportunities and you're going to be able to get whatever you want to get, right? So start focusing on who you want to become. This is such a big thing for me uh, because this is a big conversation that I have with my franchisees as you see my frustration with it because <laughs> I'll give you an example. I just had this conversation with somebody and he says, look, you know what he done? My dream is to get my business to a million dollar a year. And I said, okay, so what is the first thing that you're going to change when your business is going to be at a million dollar a year? Oh, I'm going to change the, the, the people that, that I'm hanging out with. And I'm saying, why? I say, no, they're, they're a bad influence. They're not good for me. They're, they're not good for my mindset. And I said, okay, so now let's switch things around. If you want to make a million dollar, change these friends today. Yes. Right. Don't wait for you to get a million dollars. So this is exactly the the shift in thinking. Mm -hmm. right? Absolutely. Absolutely, and that can be very hard. You know, um, mm. one of the the chapters in my book, I talk about a bit about that, and and that's the same way um, that you can look at food. What is that relationship? Is it a supportive relationship? So do you have that circle of friends that are, are, and, and your associates that, that will, um, as you know, that will help you get where you need to go or that support you. It's the same. I'm going to bring back to food too. It's the same with food. What food items are you, do you have something tied to that are not supporting you to become that person that you need to become yeah. to achieve the, your life goals, your life dreams. And, yeah. you know, so everything you, I think what I love about this conversation is that we can, we can separate those things when they're actually very connected. Very, yeah. <laughs> you know, our relationship with our business, our career, our family our friends our food you know everything yeah 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 because i i really think it's it's the relationship that we have with ourselves yeah right it's i think this is the center i mean mm -hmm. we are the center of our own universe right when we understand that our perspective of life it's really how we live life right so if my relationship with myself that i'm respecting myself that I understand that I need to nurture myself, that I need to give myself the space, that I need to be in an environment that really helped me develop as a human being, right? So this is really, I mean, we're getting to self-love yeah. now, right? But because once you get to this point that you, you're not going to want to hang out with people that are pulling you down. You don't want to get, you don't want to hang out with people that the only thing that they think about is gossip and talking about other people. The same thing, you don't want to hang out with people that, you know, if you are deciding that you want to eat healthy, 
and they're kind of pulling you down. No, I mean, I remember when I switch into eating salads and stuff like that. And I mean, some of the people is like, Dan, are you serious? If you're a man, you're supposed to eat steaks all the time. Like, <laughs> no, no. Yeah. Of- yeah. that What's the analogy? Um, you can go crabbing and you can put all the crabs in, in a pot in, in our pail and you don't have to put a lid on it yeah. because the one's going to try and get out and the other ones are going to be pulling them in, back in. There's like no escape. And yeah. so those decisions will be, can be really challenging, but you know, um, there's that way of, of saying, Hey, you know, I, I have this one life to live. I've got this, again, this amazing miracle body. I get to experience this life in. And, and if I, do that work and I learn to value myself as a person and a you know spirit and all of that, it really will change things so much for the better, I guess. Yeah. Not, not that those things might be, not be challenging to go through, oh. but very much worth it. <laughs> yeah, no, I, th- I think, I mean, for my, this was very hard process for me to go through that personal evolution because you know, we develop all these attachments, all these ideas yeah. that, you know, I need to, this is what I need to do because it's what I've been hearing since I'm a child. And, um, you know, listening to other people's judgment all the time. Like it's, we yeah, really growing up, you know, I mean, you know, thinking about my childhood, my environment, it's, it's really, I wish in school even, they will teach us more about respecting ourselves, listening to yourself. I mean, I'm trying as much as I can, even with my kids. Like, and I'm asking them, which opinion are you respecting, your own or other people? Like, are yeah. you really are you really giving yourself the the space, the respect to really listening to yourself? And I, I mean, a lot of my a lot of people that I know, you know, 45, 55, even 60 years old, they're still trying to figure out who they are because we are so busy with what other people think about us. Yeah. And, yep. and it's so hard to are to listen to your own voice when when as as a kid, you're always trying to fit in. You're always trying to find love through satisfying other people, right? Other people's thoughts about you become so much so important. So our own thoughts kind of disappearing and uh, yep. yeah so we live life that way so breaking yeah. out, out of it yep very uncomfortable is very hard because this is what we you know so we used to this yeah. is we're in yeah and learning that that aspect that um uh of listening to our ourselves and and trusting you know, intuition at times is very important. And also being able to just have topics of disagreement that, that it's okay to not, if someone disagrees with you, it's okay, you know, (laughs) stuff like that, you know, and not, not weighing, making it weigh so heavy, but absolutely. And, um, you know, so gosh, it's, we've, we've gone almost 30 minutes already. I want to, like, it's been such a great conversation. Um, I'm going to switch banners here so people can find you. So tell us about, I love the name of your your site here, getoutofthetruck.life. Yes. <laughs> it's like, and again, I had construction background, you know, so for me, I, I envision 
getting out of a big pickup truck and doing something. So, <laughs> right. Yeah, fill me, fill us in again on, on this whole. Yeah, so again, our, our core in what we do is be the fresh start right is we really want to be there for people personal evolution be there for client be there for our industry be there for our franchisees so when covid started and you know my thoughts and our team thoughts is like how can we even add more value right and that got us that got me to the point of maybe i'll write a book that was a journey by itself then i wrote another book and then we created that resource center for people in the home service industry that we can or really be there for them, help them, and really you know, share a lot of good information. That's great. <laughs> and I'm sure, again, like I said, even though you know, I know by people probably watching that aren't in the same industry, but you can learn so much from other industries and what you're doing, and and apply it to your own business, your own company, your own life. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, well, this has been a great, great conversation and it's over very fast as, as usual. And it's fun. It goes fast. Very fun. Goes very fast. So hang on for a moment. I'm going to say goodbye to everybody. Let's say goodbye, but don't hang up yet. Uh, my guest. So hold on. Okay. Bye, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, I hope you enjoyed this recent podcast. This podcast is for informational purposes only. Be sure to seek professional care by a doctor or other qualified medical professional as this podcast is not a substitute for their professional care. Be sure to seek out a qualified medical practitioner that is right for you. And be sure to create a supportive team of licensed and certified care practitioners, health coaches, and trainers that can help you make the lifestyle changes you desire.